You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey. How's it going? What is this episode? Seven? Eight or nine. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it is eight or nine. Oh my goodness. I think it's eight. I don't know, y'all. Welcome to episode whatever episode it look. says on your right. screen. You're right. You're right. <laughs> eight of Heart and Soul. We are sitting here curled up in my cold house <laughs> that this brand new house that I got, well, the house isn't new, but it's new to me. Mm-hmm. We lost our heat, so. Um, Thank goodness we don't live in the north because we would be a oh, lot more uncomfortable right now. My gosh we haven't had heat since saturday and it's currently tuesday no we haven't had heat since friday and it's currently tuesday and they still haven't come out they're supposed to like be coming while we're recording so if you Mm -hmm. hear like a knock knock on the door that's what that is but yeah we've been living off space heaters and blankets for it's a good time for this to happen though because it's still in that weird like it could be 70 degrees one day and then True. 40 the next. So Except this past not, weekend was like the coldest weekend yeah, ever. Yeah, it was cold this weekend. I was weekend. like, Ugh, for real? <laughs> for real? So I guess that's my crappy if we're going to get into that. <laughs> Before we get into happies and crappies, because we're just going to do more of like a girl talk episode today um, with lots of different topics. And I feel like once we get into happies and crappies, yeah, we go off. we're just going to go. So I'm going to go ahead and read our review of the week. Yay! Before we forget. So this one is from KK to the Rescue, and it's titled Better Late Than Never. No, it's great. (laughs) Five stars. And she said, been listening to this podcast for a year, and I'm just now writing a review. Whoops. That's okay, girl. You still did it. There is grace. I love these women and what they represent. I work as a a first responder, and these ladies help help keep me awake all night on my 12-hour shifts, and they help me to maintain my true self through the rough days. I love the positivity, encouragement, and grace they exhibit to each other and other women around them. Wow, 12-hour shifts. That's tough. First responder. Thank, first of all, thank you for serving. Yeah. That's like nuts. I can't imagine working that. And thanks for listening to us while you do. I know. That's, That's so, nice. so cool. That's like what Brooke has to do. My friend is a sheriff deputy. Yeah. I think. She's, she's up there. And she has to do those overnight shifts, and I know the struggle i also it's love gotta your, be hard your itunes name kk to the rescue yeah. now that i know you're a first responder it makes better. like so much sense i know i love it thank you so much kk and for the rest of you it's never too late like she there, said yes so. better late than never go leave us one okay go leave us a review right now thanks, thanks. <laughs> okay right. now we can get into happies and crappies yeah let's do it i guess i'll just continue my crappy was that we don't have heat um and that we're just like dealing with like homeownership responsibilities that I knew would come but I don't Mm -hmm. think you're ever mentally prepared for but it's actually really fun my happy is that I, I but despite all that I really do love this house and this like new home we're making together and um my brother in law is also in town right now and he's like one of my favorite humans ever so He's probably like listening. He's probably like he's literally probably like ear to the door with like a can. He's like, "What's going on?" But um, yeah, he'll he'll be here for like another week, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, first house guest. Yeah. And we don't have heat. (laughs) But I'm having a great time. Good. Yeah. What are yours? Um, I feel like I 
have a few crappies this week, which kind of sucks. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not really. But, like, the first one is that Jordan is sick. And I just, obviously, I hate when he's sick. And he was, like, working from home today. And I feel bad for him. But I'm also, like, really scared to get sick because when you're pregnant, like, it's so much worse. And you literally can't take, take medicine. Anything. Yeah. Um. And so he actually like got tested yesterday for a strep and the flu, and they were negative, but they still gave him Tamiflu and everything just in case, because everyone at his office has been sick with it. So I like sanitized the whole kitchen last night, and like we're sitting on opposite sides of the, of the couch and stuff. So no. that kind of sucks. I'm just hoping I don't get sick, especially because the workshop is this weekend, and like that's the last thing I would need. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other crappy is that I'm just kind of in like a weird headspace right now and like a weird transitional phase I guess um like I'm in this you know starting second trimester of my pregnancy I I'm like starting to show but it's still not like pregnant belly showing Uh and so like I really can't wear anything that I used to be able to wear they say like oh you should be able to wear your normal clothes as long as you can but they like pants are like literally cutting my circulation off so I went shopping and it was just a struggle because yeah. not that I'm like, oh my gosh, like having body image issues. It's just like, I don't know. I just literally don't know what to wear because it's uncomfortable, but I don't, I'm not like big enough to wear a true maternity clothes yet, mm-hmm. but mine are just like, I don't know. I just only like being uncomfortable all day, like cutting my circulation off. Yeah. So I've just been living in like the same pair of leggings and sweatpants and stuff all the time, which luckily I can do with my job, but. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to wear this weekend for the workshop. Like, I want to look nice, but also, yeah, like, everything just feels weird. And I'm sure that is weird because you're, like, it's almost like you don't feel at home in your own body. Yeah. It's just, like, and it's, like, you, it's all your control, too. There's no point of, like, shopping for a ton more because I, I know I'm only going to get bigger. So, yeah. like, I don't know. And it's not, not the biggest deal in the world, but mainly with this, like, coming into second trimester, I've been really, like, moody, too. Um, which I didn't really have in first trimester. I was just tired all the time, but I wasn't, like, quite as swinging around like I am now. Yeah. Like, I've just been, like, last week I felt really great and motivated and excited and, like, wanted to, like, work out and eat healthy. And then this week I'm just, like, struggling to do anything, and I'm just, like, in a funk. Yeah. It goes, so, like, up and down. It's, like, up and down, yeah, every few days and I you know, it's like when kind of like before you're getting your period, but worse. Yeah. And like more consistent. So. And like for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and it's like, I'm not someone that like you probably wouldn't notice it or like Jordan probably hasn't noticed it, but it's like in my head. You yeah. Know? I'm someone that like internalizes anxiety and like moods. Yeah. Um, which, Cause you don't feel like yourself. Yeah. So that's just been um, kind of a bummer. I'm just like navigating all that, but. I'll be all right. And then my happy was we had a really fun weekend with our friends that came into town. I got a massage, which was amazing. Where did you go? Coastal Massage. Is it awesome? So good. They, it didn't really, I mean, it was a prenatal massage, but it didn't really feel like that different. They just kind of were a little more gentle with like your feet and your ankles and certain things. But other than that, she gave me a really great massage. Um, I need a massage. (laughs) It was so funny because she, like, she gave me the, like, pregnancy pillow so that you can lie on your belly. 
which like I said, I don't really have like, you know, a pregnant belly yet, but I have a little belly. And um, so it's like kind of like a bean bag and there's like an area where your chest is supposed to go and then an area where you can like lay your arms down and kind of lay your head to one side and then there's like where your belly goes is hollow. Uh-huh. So <laughs> she's like, so if you don't, if you're comfortable on your belly, great, like you don't have to. And I was like, I feel like I can still lay on my belly. I just don't want like pressure going into my back and then into my belly. Like yeah. it just doesn't feel right right now. So I was like, I'll try out this pillow and see. So she like walks out and um, lets me like get situated and I'm like trying to get on this thing when you're like naked, <laughs> trying to like figure out where to lay down. And I am like very, like my torso is very small. Yeah. My hip bone, like the top of my hip bone to the bottom of my ribs, the distance between them is like maybe a couple inches. Yeah. Like I have small. no torso. So when I went in there, in order to get my belly and the hollow part, I was like so much further down than I was supposed to be. And she's like, I think your chest is supposed to be up here. And I was like, yeah, but then my belly is, like, not in the hollow part at all. I uh-huh. was like, I'm just too short. I was like, this feels comfortable, though. I'm good with it. And she's like, well, okay. If that works for you, then fine. <laughs> was it, like, Tempur-Pedic? Like, was it comfortable? Um, it was really comfortable, yeah. Say, it I almost, take a little nap. It almost was, like, beanbag material. You could, like, move it around oh, and kind of like shift mushy. it to what felt good to mold to your body. So that was really nice. Um yeah, and then this weekend is the workshop, so that's just something I'm really excited for. A little overwhelmed, because I have a lot that I need to do. I cannot week. wait. Um, but Can I help with anything? Potentially. Um, Kaylin, my intern, is going to help me Thursday, Friday, getting some stuff out there. And, like, <clears throat> I just have to, like, pick things up. I have to pick things up at party suppliers for, like the flatware and all that and yeah I pick up the wedding gown and pick up the food and all that stuff so it's just little like errands that I still have to run um and then of course set everything up and like be there at 7 a.m on Saturday so see I'm trying to like save all my energy yeah for, for real Saturday and then they go to bed super early Friday night <sighs> yeah I know and then I have a couple one of my couples is coming into town they live in Florida and their engagement they scheduled their engagement session for Thursday night with me because it was like the only time they're gonna be here I guess and um I was like well it's my workshop weekend but we could do Thursday when you get here but then like Friday Saturday I'm I'm really booked yeah and so she texted me today because it's like 90% chance of rain and like 45 degrees and I said well let's play it by ear because North Carolina weather is super unpredictable and sometimes it's fine like we can get to Thursday and we might be okay. Right. But if not, I might be able to squeeze you in Friday morning or like Sunday morning. But other than that, like I really can't. Um, have this workshop, so I feel bad about that, and I'm really hoping that it just works out because yeah, it is what it is, you know. Or you could have another like epic rain shoot. You're really good at those. I know, but it's cold. That was in the summer. <laughs> you can't. You, you can't also really... can't remake that. That was Mm-mm. so cool. Yeah, especially not. They want to do theirs downtown and like a rain shoot. Downtown, it's not gonna be the same. I mean, I do have cute like um, indoor spots, clear umbrellas that that would be sweet. I I bring to wedding days just in case. I've never had to use them, knock on wood, but just in case. Um, and those can be cute, but there's only so much you can do for like a whole yeah. engagement session in the rain. So, so I know we've like talked about the Prosser workshop on here, but I wanted to like give you 
like a more long form content style way of like letting our listeners know what it is and why you're so passionate about it and like how it all came about, like what led to this being a thing. Yeah. I think it'd be cool for them to hear your dreams. Yeah. So, well, thank you. Basically, um, in starting out in like owning my own business, there's so much that I just thought I could like figure out on my own, which I'm, which Catherine kind of walked with me because we've been doing this <laughs> yeah. alongside each other for the last couple of years. And the actual doing the business part is the easiest, right? Like I can go out and shoot couples and weddings and that's my favorite part. And that's, that's the fun part. And your fun part is coaching your girls. But then there's all the behind the scenes of like, how to do this legally? How do I pay myself? How do I budget my finances and my and account for my taxes? And you know, how do I market myself and find my ideal client? And there's just like so 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 much that goes into the whole journey. Um, and you have to kind of like bite it off piece by piece, not to overwhelm yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had attended workshops in the past that had helped me so much. Um, but I always wish that there was something like this that literally would walk you through all the things that we spent hours and hours figuring out ourselves and kind of like learning the hard way. Mm-hmm. Whereas something like this, this workshop, the way that I've structured it, it literally will walk you through. Here's how you start a business legally. Here's the, what you need to do. Here's an accountant who's going to come and talk about how to finance and how to pay yourself and what like taxes and all that was just like a whole nother world that most of us creatives especially just don't understand um so she puts it in a very like oh okay kind of way this is doable (laughs) yeah and once I learned that I was like oh this is actually not as crazy as I thought it was gonna be and I know so many girls that have just or women I should say that I've just kind of like brushed that to the side and hope that they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, I've oh, been I, one I of still, them. Yeah, I was too for a while. Like, oh, let's just not be an LLC yet and see how long I get away with it. Or let's just not pay taxes yet and just keep doing what I'm doing until I don't have... But there's always that like internal anxiety mm-hmm. lying underneath. It's like, you should probably get a little more like, legit yeah. and, you know, have insurance and... Not be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you don't have to have a... Um, like a structured LLC in order to be a business. Like technically whenever you perform a service or like sell a good and like get money for something, like technically that's a business there. Yeah. So you don't have to in order to be legit, but you are responsible for paying taxes and um, you don't want to be held liable. What what protects you when you do have a structured business is like if someone were to sue you, they can only sue you for your business assets, not your personal ones. Right. And so it's good to have that separation there. But I wouldn't have known that. Like, yeah. There's so many, so many things. So all that just to say, we have structured this day in a way that, <clears throat> losing my voice a little bit, um, really encompasses like the whole process from start to finish. And we could honestly make it two days, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it could be really like a retreat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in the future, that's something we can look into. Um, but I also wanted it to be accessible to all types of female entrepreneurs, not just photographers, because basically the first entire half of the day is legitimizing your business, finding your why, walking into your calling with confidence, like how to kind of um, structure working from home and 
all those different things that no one really teaches you in any sort of schooling or certification. Um, And then, of course, the accounting and and finances and taxes. And then Catherine comes in and does such an amazing job of breaking down like social media marketing and branding yourself and how to connect to people and what to worry about and what not to worry about and all those things. Um, And so that's really the first like four hours of the day that yes it's going to apply to wedding photographers and portrait photographers but it could really apply to anybody wanting to or already owning their own business and then the second half of the day um is going to be where we dive into like lighting posing an actual wedding styled shoot um blogging and editing and workflow within the photography world and all of that stuff is the next like four hours of the day i guess or more so yeah that's my heart behind it and just seeing all the light bulbs go off and like the changes that can happen for women is really exciting and I've only done it twice before now and we've really upped it um a lot more this year to make it an even better experience so I'm really excited to see what everyone walks away with because I think there's so much good information in there that might feel like information overload but they're gonna walk away with well, and like a whole lot people in the past who have done like even the smaller versions of the, of what's to come on Saturday like mm-hmm. have walked away and felt empowered to yeah. start their own businesses and have yeah like that's the cool been the coolest thing for me to see you do is like empower like the Morgans and Kelseys and mm-hmm. like you know, Kaylins of the world to like yeah. actually go for it yeah it's been really cool and um and we also like put together our like presentations I put it all together in like a workbook it look it's kind of like a bound magazine so they can literally walk out the door and like always have that to look back on and reference and so helpful it's literally like a handbook for everything that they need to know and, mm-hmm. and do and it's I think that's gonna be really valuable because sometimes you go to these workshops and you try to like take notes and retain everything and I, I'm a learner that like if I sit down and I just listen and engage and soak everything in I learn it so much better than like trying to retain and write everything down and make sure I remember. Yeah, it, and that just, way the notes are just there for you. When yeah, you do it's that. just there, and they can take it and do what they want with it. So, I'm really excited. We have 20 women coming this time. Um, 15 of them are photographers. Five of them are just staying for the first half. So, yeah, I'm really. Yeah, I think also Michael brought up Brene Brown with us yesterday, yeah. and he said. Which, by the way, Brene Brown, if you're listening and want to be on our podcast, that would be amazing. <laughs> you're more you're than welcome. more than welcome every episode, if you'd like. <laughs> but she has a she's like technically an expert in PhD and has a PhD in vulnerability and shame. And Michael said last night, which is a really good point, like what makes her so, um, I guess, popular is that her expertise is just like being in it with and figuring it and out. figuring it out with her like. I guess clients or audience or whoever, whatever you would call her followers. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like what you're doing with prosper is like, I am literally like right where you are, maybe like a couple steps ahead Mm -hmm. and I'm figuring out too. And like the only way that we can, or I can grow is if I like make this something that I, I pursue with like intensity and, and like, become an expert in so in it, but I'm in it with you 
So right. it makes you just feel more like relatable to the attendees of like, I'm not alone mm-hmm. if Chelsea can do it. And it's only been almost what, two years of mm-hmm. her being full time. Mm-hmm. And this is where she's come, how far she's come. Then I can do it, you know? And it yeah. just like makes it more attainable to them. For sure. I had a lot of, like, I always knew that this is something I wanted to do just because I love, like, community and believe in the power of it so much, which is also something we want to talk about today. Um, but I was like, well, I haven't been doing this long enough, and, like, who is going to pay me to teach them to know or to teach them what I know when I haven't been in it long enough or I haven't had this much experience under my belt? But then I was like, but I'm still, whether I'm, like, one hour of research ahead of them or not like I think we all have something to share within our experiences that can help other people and and if I can help these women like save them the struggle and the stress and the anxiety of what I had to endure before then I think that's there's still so much value in that and um once I got over that fear of like judgment for it and just went for it it was really cool to see oh, yeah, people do respect what I've been able to do up until this point, and they do want to come learn from me. Even if maybe some of them have been in business longer than mm-hmm. I have, but they they see something in what I'm doing that provides some sort of value. So totally. There's, like, always something to learn from everyone, no matter, like, what stage of life or mm-hmm. season of business you're in. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Like, with the power of community, too, one of the reasons that we built this community and – that like I've done soul fitness is because we're like so much stronger together. Mm-hmm. And so if you have like a dream or a passion or just like a hurt in life that you want to get over, it's so much easier to do alongside mm-hmm. people, especially like-minded people who are like for you. Yeah. Like last night we did a um, partner workout for soul. Um, I'm trying to figure out like my jive with like, different types of of workouts so I've been trying like different um I guess formats and so I did this partner workout last night which I need to reformat because it was a little too long and I didn't time it out right but it was so fun because they had to be with one person the whole time and it was structured where like if I'm your partner, I would do five reps while you rest. And then when I'm done with my five, you hop in and do the next five. And you have like four minutes of doing this one movement together to get to a goal that you've set in your head. So like mm-hmm. maybe your goal is like 50 reps total. So you would each do 25. And yeah. But you can't you can't get to 50 without your partner. And that was like the whole purpose of... I love of the workout is like we we cannot do this workout or life alone. Alone, yeah. We just can't, or we can, but it's just like really terrible, mm-hmm. like really awful. Not a it great is. way to live. I know for sure I would not have been able to get to where I am without community mm-hmm. and support. And we, I meet with a um, a group of women. We were meeting every Friday. Now it's a little more sporadic just because things have gotten a little wild for everybody. But when we're all in different areas of or industries I guess I should say like there's a real estate agent and there's a graphic designer and um someone who does Rodan and Fields and just everyone kind of has their own little niche but it's been so nice to have a community of women that like we actually 
intentionally sit down together every week, whether it's to literally just hang out and like get out of the house and have girl talk or, hey, here's what I'm struggling with and here's how we can support each other. Here's what's worked for me. Maybe let's figure out some ways and brainstorm how this could work for you and your field. And that's been huge because when you, especially when you work from home, being alone 24 seven, most, I mean, other than when Jordan comes home at night, yeah. but like, it's really hard to motivate yourself yeah. and, and feel like you're doing a good job and like realize how far you've come when you're just kind of in that grind every day. And I think that goes with anything, like whether you work from home or you're struggling through a hardship or some sort of thing that you've been through, like you're never going to be able to see your own progress mm-hmm. in, until you have someone else that can like reflect that back. In yeah. You. you know what I mean? So, I mean, it all, it goes back to that Brene Brown thing too. Like one of the things she always says about shame and vulnerability, if you've watched her Ted talk, or just read any of her books, it's all, like, once you let out what you're going through, you'll realize that, like, you're not alone, and a lot of people can relate to you more, actually, like, it um, brings you closer to people, yeah, because they're like, oh, I'm not the only one, kind of, that kind of mentality, mm-hmm. um, so, this, I mean, it can, it can go, it goes for anything in life, relationships, business, um, friendships mother daughter mother son like pregnancy everything once Mm -hmm. you realize you're not alone in it it's just like so powerful I know which is why I'm like I can't wait for some of my friends to get pregnant so that we can (laughs) do it together do it together and walk through I mean I have friends that are pregnant or have been pregnant but it's not in the exact same like course of life stage I guess yeah I don't really know how to describe that um so I'm excited to like I know that I needed someone to vent to and bounce things off of so I'm like excited to be able to be that for for sure friends in the future have you seen those um Facebook group commercials that are like Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh that's like the perfect example of like yeah being stronger together the one with the dads who take their daughters to baseball games yep. and they're like on a facebook group together and they like share so photos cute. of their different game experiences and then the one with like m- women in military who are also moms mm-hmm. oh it's so good it was a really good commercial Great. Facebook, good job. Good. it's true i mean sometimes even that even though it doesn't have isn't in person necessarily being a part of like online communities can be huge as well yeah which so. is probably why we should let you know about one of our sponsors right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a short break for one of our sponsors. <laughs> Sounds good. So you all know how passionate Catherine and I are about education and lifelong learning. So much so that we offer a workshop called the Prosper Workshop once a year. Um, unfortunately, we can only offer it one time per year because of our busy schedules. Um, but we are such advocates for lifelong learning every day. Which is why we believe so wholeheartedly in Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community where millions of people can come together to take the next step in their creative journey. There's literally thousands of inspiring classes for both creative and curious people on all different sorts of topics like illustration, photography, design, entrepreneurship, writing, video, freelancing, and literally anything else you can think of. So they are offering memberships, but for our heart and soul listeners, y'all are going to get a sweet, 
sweet deal. Are you ready for this? Because they are such a proud sponsor of Heart and Soul, you, are, you can get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com backslash soul, S-O-L-E, and you'll get two whole months of unlimited access to these thousands of classes for free. That's two whole months of, to access of thousands of classes for free. All you have to do is go to Skillshare.com backslash soul, S-O-L-E, that's Skillshare.com backslash soul. All right. And speaking of online communities, there's also the Soul Fitness online training program, which has become a really cool way for women to share in overcoming things and successes and even just talk about things that are going on in their life. Um, we have about 30 girls who are participating in an online training program where they get a workout every single day. Um, so it's up to you. You get five workouts a week. So you can do Monday through Friday if you want to do Saturday through Thursday or whatever. I don't even know if that makes sense. Whatever. You or can, even just do two or three of them. Yeah, you don't have to do. the. That's another thing that I – thank you for bringing that up that I want to like – make clear and I do make clear to new clients is like there's five workouts provided for you just in case you don't have to do all five Mm -hmm. in fact you probably shouldn't do all five every single week Um, they're just there so that you can have some options during your week and you don't have to think about what to do right Um, so they're just written out for you but yeah beyond that like the coolest part about the online training program is there's this message board that everyone gets put into when they join and every day I'll send like a like a morning devotional or mantra or just like encouragement for the women. And then you can also like check in for workouts and like do accountability that way. Or you like the women will just like bring up like, hey, I'm struggling with this today. Could you pray for this? Or I need help with this. And it's just been like beyond, it was like what I'd hoped for, but I didn't know it was possible online. So it's become that, which is like really awesome. Um, so if you're interested in that, um, in joining that program, it's $29.99 a month. Um, but if you want to use the code SOUL20 at checkout, you can get 20% off your first um, month of that online training program. And I think you're going to really like it if you do join. Heck yeah. Actually, I know you are. <laughs> All right. Should we get into The Bachelor? Yeah. Like, I can't even. I literally can't. I honestly don't even know that I have a whole lot to say. I don't either. I'm kind of at a loss for words, to be honest with you. Um, it was hometowns. It was hometowns. I I was telling Catherine and I watched it together last night, and I was telling everyone, like, I think this is the point of the show where I get the most like worked up and frustrated especially at Peter's season because he's told two now of the women that he loves them or that he's falling for them he's told all said he loved Madison yeah but I just there's there's not real I know (laughs) and in the preview for next week he was like I love three women right now and you're like what you're like no you don't you can have you can be conflicted and like like them as women but you're not in love with three women love is a love takes time and and it's i also, also like a choice yeah 
I also think like even if you are like let's say you are just like a hopeless romantic and you feel like you're in love with all three women don't tell them right like protect them a little bit exactly that's why I was getting so frustrated last night because he's going into these girl these women's homes and saying to their dads that he's falling in love with them I'm like how dare you say that to their father or to, especially to, to them, them yeah when you just said that to somebody else that's like really disrespectful and don't just say that because it's what they want to hear in order for them to stick around i feel mm-hmm. like he's building this like safety net because he's so afraid of losing someone losing or someone money. not liking him back as much as he likes them that's his fear yeah, and as much as I did not like Kelsey over the whole Champagne Gate, I think she really leveled out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I liked and her. She was really respectable. She stood up for some other girls, and I liked her. So, I was um, sad to see her go. I felt really bad for her because I really do think that her feelings were hurt, were genuine, and she was upset. But I was like, good for you. She handled it well. She handled it really well, and she didn't really cry that much. And I, I said to Catherine, I think that's the least amount I've ever She's seen ever her cry cried. the whole season. And it was when she got broke up, broken up with, which is kind of wild. but And so true. Yeah. I mean, Victoria F., if you couldn't tell from my impersonation earlier, that's all she did the entire time. I do not understand how she's still there. And why he's doing this to himself. He's just physically attracted to her. And she is a damsel in distress because she always plays this card of like, woe is me. And he just wants to fix the situation. And he wants her to like realize that he can fix her. She's really freaking good at turning it on him every time. And that's a really bad sign. And also I noticed her hometown date was like another bachelor date because she had hunter hayes there, which was like cool but that's not a hometown date you might as well have done that literally anywhere else that you were like what isn't the point to like show your lifestyle yeah. and like well she couldn't because she doesn't have like the best reputation in her home right which is why that girl came up and was like don't like i'm just warning you don't pick her which he should have listened to and all he did was bring up I'm concerned and I have a question for you. And she just flipped a switch mm-hmm. and was like, how am I supposed to bring you into my parents when you just asked me that? And she didn't even deny it happened. No, she though. never did. And that's a sign that she's, it's probably it's, true. It's probably true what everyone has been saying. That she broke up relationships and or marriages. And he's and a big dodo bird for keeping her around. Won't even... And I, look, I know. And I like listen to podcasts with him on it. And, and I always try to give... Like, he doesn't see all this. People, yeah, the benefit of the doubt, because I'm sure when you're in it, your feelings are valid and they're real for the most part, and you're blinded by a lot of things, and you're not necessarily seeing, one, the footage that we see, and two, the edits of it, which I get. But at this point, with her, there's, like, no denying the manipulation mm-hmm. and the zero, the zero connection. She does not truly have feelings for him. And she's just... There's no substance to any single part that, that they ever show. She's a whiny they, little baby. Yeah. She just whines. All she does is whine. She doesn't know how to communicate. It's getting ridiculous. She's a master manipulator. She needs to go. Yeah. And I'm over her. I think she will, but my prediction is that he's going to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. And Madison's going to leave. Madison's going to leave because of it. He picks Hannah Ann. <sighs> I think he picks Hannah Ann. I don't think he ends up with anyone, though. 
because they keep, I hope they keep not saying this season can't be spoiled. I think Hannah Ann and him uh, are that dating. Whole hometown was really boring. No, I don't oh. think they're even dating. They're both squares. They're just it was so boring. I don't think she really likes him. Mm-hmm. I don't really think he even really likes her that much. She's just really just, like, cute and fun. Attract, yeah. Know? She's cute, but that's it. Like I don't I don't think he should end up with any of these girls. I don't know. And I think if anyone becomes bachelorette out of this cast, it needs to be Madison. That's my I would love hope. for it to be Madison. I think she'd be great. I do wonder and I thought about this. This morning on my run, because you know, deep thoughts. But, like, you know how Luke P got so much heat? And he, there was so much more wrong with him. Like, he was very manipulative, but he got so much heat for just simply telling Hannah, like, if you sleep with other people, I'm not going to be comfortable with that. Right. Which I totally understand. Yeah. And I probably would have. I defended him the whole season. I probably would have been the same way. And, like, the media and society comes out saying, like, no, Hannah, it's your body. You get to choose what you do with your body. But, I have a feeling that when Madison says the same thing, mm-hmm. Peter is going to get hated on for having sex when Hannah Ann didn't. I mean, Hannah B didn't. So, like, Hannah B was Hannah almost oh. praised for, like, using the fantasy suites to, like, express her body and, like, yeah. do what she wants with her body. And Cause Luke, she's a woman. Because she's a woman. And Luke P was, like, noted as crazy for asking her to not sleep with other people. Mm-hmm. Where Madison's asking, and she seems like everyone's like, not everyone, but like a lot of people aren't against her. Probably no. because she's presented herself very well the rest of the season, and she hasn't been like Luke P was. But right. Peter's probably going to get hate, which I agree with Madison. I'm team Madison. I don't think you should just be sleeping around with anyone, especially mm-hmm. if you're about to propose. Mm-hmm. But I think he's probably going to get the hate that... I don't think he will. I don't think either of them will. I think it'll just be like yeah. I'm just I'm curious to see how that, especially if she doesn't tell him before, because it's essentially the same storyline without the manipulation. Although, you know how she pulled him aside at the end of yesterday's episode. If she tells him now, this is how I feel, and I don't want you to do this, and then he does it anyway, then I would be like, okay, yeah. Then if you really liked her more than anybody else, you should not have slept yeah, together with totally. her. Yeah, totally. I would give him heat, but if she doesn't like communicate that and he does it anyway yeah i still think it's sleazy especially if he's gonna propose to one woman yeah at the end of it and by now he probably should know who that is then that's a different story yeah um i was just wondering but, like i wonder how that's gonna turn out and if there's gonna be any similarities to like yeah what happened with hannah b because i was just last season it's like very true. similar scenario top three fantasy suites and then in the preview or, for next week you hear Victoria F saying, that's disgusting. She gave him an ultimatum. And I know. I'm like, like, how is that disgusting? disgusting? It's disgusting if he sleeps with three girls back to back. And then proposes to one the next yeah, week Yeah, that's after. disgusting. How yeah. are you so twisted into thinking like, oh my gosh, they're just mind effed. It's crazy. Well, I think she's... Oh, she's a little nutso. Yeah. It looked like Hannah Ann was just kind of like sitting there. Typical. <laughs> yeah, listening to that conversation. But I heard, I heard on another podcast that they've never, like, in fantasy suites, if you make it to the top three, or right before hometowns is the last time that you stay in a hotel with the other women. Once you get to hometowns, you have your own place to stay for the rest of the time. Except this time. Except this time. They're Maybe making them too. stay together. Ugh. That would suck. For drama. That's weird. 
Yeah, so it's just going to be crazy next week. Yeah. Because I never knew that. I never knew that they weren't staying in the same place, but that makes total sense because they have, like, different day dates and... I'll be interested to see, though, because Hannah Ann and Madison have not been involved in any of the drama other than the, the champagne, champagne gate, <laughs> and that really wasn't even her fault. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, like, if Victoria goes after Madison for the whole tomatoem thing and to see how she, like, handles herself. Yeah, I know. That. So I'm looking forward to it. I think next it. week's going to be really good. And I also think that this season's going to be drawn out because it's been so short. I think it's going to be drawn out at the end with some, like, creepy surprises. I can't wait to see what... I'm going to be really pissed, though, if they do this whole thing and it's, like, anticlimactic, like, Colton's wall jumping thing. Yeah, and he just, like, is dating someone and it's, like, that's it. Well, the whole we just found this out thing. That, yeah. Like, I don't know that that's going to be as big of a deal as... Exactly. I feel I like think that this gonna, is like one of those teasers. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. I feel like it's going to be something either that we already know or that's not as big as yeah. we think it's going I'm to be. Kinda, I'm kind of with you on that. I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah, and we'll rehash our and thoughts. we'll just come back here a-blazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, we hope you enjoyed this little catch-up time. Just to kind of like check in and talk about life and just, you know, girl talk. What's been going on? What's been going on? We hope everyone is having a wonderful week and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.